welcome back to keep it real 365 on today's show i'm going to be pretty much predicting um nxt takeover 36 and SummerSlam. this is a big week in the world of professional wrestling i hope you guys tap in subscribe and follow to keep it real 365 let's hit that intro and let's get started Jordan Turner, who's always going to keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Take over. Let's go. Oh, my goodness, ladies and gentlemen. Big week in the world of professional wrestling. It kicks off, sadly, with... Monday Night Raw tonight on the USA Network. But the great thing is I will not be reviewing the show. And instead, what I'm going to be bringing to you guys today is my predictions for NXT TakeOver 36 and SummerSlam. Like I said, this is a big week in the world of professional wrestling. We got Monday Night Raw tonight. Tomorrow, we got NXT. On Wednesday, we got AEW Dynamite. On Thursday, we got an episode of Impact Wrestling. On Friday. Now, Friday is going to be a big deal. Okay? A big deal in the world of pro wrestling. We got AEW Rampage. We got Impact Wrestling's Emergence. And we also got Friday Night SmackDown. On Saturday... We're going to be reviewing, analyzing. We're going to all collectively as a community watch WWE SummerSlam. And that's going to be taking place. And then to end the week of pro wrestling, we're going to be reviewing and analyzing and watching as a wrestling community. NXT TakeOver 36. So make sure you guys tap in to Keep It Real 365 on all available podcast platforms. Keep It Real 365 will be debuting this upcoming Saturday. So please go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Press the links that are in my bios on Twitter and Instagram, which is at linktree.com slash Jordan Turner. Easy way to access the podcast, not only on all podcast platforms, but for my upcoming YouTube channel. Follow me on Twitter at JT Takeover and follow the podcast on Instagram at Keep It Real 365. Now, what am I going to be doing now? I'm going to be bringing you guys the predictions for NXT and SummerSlam today. There will be no Monday Night Raw review. You guys know me. I don't review shows that are one week before a pay-per-view, right? A couple days before a pay-per-view, I don't review the shows. There's no point. We already know what's going to be taking place. So that is what I want to be doing, and I'm going to be doing that for the foreseeable future. Now, you guys are going to be getting the... You know predictions today tomorrow you guys aren't going to get anything i will be back on wednesday for aew dynamite and then for thursday i'm gonna be watching impact wrestling but no review friday it's gonna be very interesting so what i'm gonna try to do or let me backtrack real quick on thursday you will got you will be getting something it's gonna be pro wrestling hot topics talking about the hottest topics and the world of pro wrestling, you guys are going to be getting that on Thursday. I apologize. So you guys are going to get something on Thursday. But nothing on Tuesday, something on Wednesday, something on Thursday. Friday. Now, this is the big day in pro wrestling. So we got 
AEW Rampage. We got SummerSlam. We got Impact Wrestling Emergence. So this is what I'm thinking of doing. I've come to the conclusion that I obviously know I'm not going to be talking about um, SmackDown. I'm not going to be reviewing AEW Rampage. I just want to make that clear. I don't care what happens moving forward after this week. I'm not going to be reviewing AEW Rampage. My main focus is AEW Dynamite. But since we got Impact Wrestling Emergence, you guys are actually going to be getting that review. It's going to be on Access TV. It's going to be for free. I can't wait to watch it. So I'm going to be reviewing Impact Wrestling this upcoming Friday. I'm going to watch SmackDown. I'm going to watch AEW Rampage. And I'm going to be doing that this Friday. So you guys are going to be getting Impact Wrestling Emergence on the podcast. And I'm going to be watching SmackDown on Fox. And then I typically am going to start recording AEW Rampage and follow that up on the next day on Saturday and watch that. I'm going to be spoiled. Now, I'm going to be trying to get off social media on this Friday, but I know that's complete and utter bullshit. I'm going to spoil myself, especially with the anticipation and the hype of CM Punk. So, this is a big week in pro wrestling. Tap in. Make sure you follow and subscribe to Keep It Real 365. It would really mean a lot. Now, let's get right into WWE SummerSlam predictions and NXT TakeOver 36 predictions. Let's kick it off. Let's actually start off with NXT TakeOver 36. Now, you guys know the news of NXT, the purging of NXT. I pretty much gave you guys my opinion on the hottest news regarding NXT. You know, there are people out there that actually think, you know, getting back to the OVW days is actually a good thing. I said to myself, out of the gate, no, this is not a great thing at all. After thinking about it, maybe this is a you know good thing. Um, the format of NXT before it's about to change, I liked. I loved the growing dark, you know, just mentality with NXT. I don't like that it went to two hours. You guys know my opinion on that. It died, in my opinion, NXT did when they left not only the WWE Network, but when they debuted on the USA Network and they went to uh, two hours. Going to two hours killed it, in my personal opinion as a fan, for NXT because, number one, we were going to be able to see Johnny Gargano's, the Io Shirai's, the Tommaso Ciampa's, the this one and that one. We, will, we were going to see them, you know, multiple times per week on the show. I didn't like that. The one-hour format, we got to barely see these individuals, and when we did, it was special. So, NXT... Moving away from the WWE Network, going to the USA Network, and being two hours, to me, that killed it. Not the AEW stuff. The AEW stuff actually really put it in the grave. I think we all are aware of that. That's just my opinion. You guys might think differently, and that's okay. But 
I'm just going to keep it real with you. NXT just doesn't feel the same. It just doesn't. I watched on Tuesday last week. And I'm trying to think of words to say. It, it You can feel something is changing in NXT. You can just feel it as a fan. And that's not good. But like I said, I'm here and I'm going to be talking about NXT TakeOver 36. So let's get right into it. We're going to jump right from the main event scene. Carrying Cross, the champion, versus Samoa Joe. It's for the NXT Championship. Samoa Joe is winning this match. That is my prediction. Carrying Cross, he goes up to the main roster and he loses right away. Right away. And to me, that killed the Carrying Cross character. There was rumors going around that Scarlet Bordeaux, you know, Karen Cross was going to consistently lose and lose and lose. And Scarlet was going to be the one that, you know, brought him back to relevancy. Apparently, that's not the case, I guess. I'm not sure what's going on with Karen Cross. All I know is the guy just does not feel the same. Let me know if you guys think, if you guys agree with me with that opinion of Karen Cross and him not feeling the same. Now, I'm going with Samoa Joe. Like I said, that's my prediction. Karen Cross is officially on the main roster. He has no business being the NXT champion anymore. And when Samoa Joe does win this match, they have to build towards Walter versus Samoa Joe for the NXT championship. And I'll get to that when I talk about his match, Walter's match. Which is right here on the list. Number two, the second match. Walter, the WWE UK champion going one-on-one with Elianel Dragunov. This match is going to be absolutely hard-hitting, strong style type of bout. If that's not your type of style as a wrestling fan, I'm sorry. You might not like what you're going to see. But I am. I'm very excited for this match. I think Walter is going to lose this match. Walter losing is going to play a significant factor in the NXT championship situation. I think Samoa Joe's next challenger needs and has to be Walter. Samoa Joe needs to hold that title for a month. A short reign. He doesn't need the championship. Samoa Joe to me is already established. Maybe he wants one more, you know, run with the belt. But at the end of the day, that championship needs to go to Walter. Okay? And that's what needs to happen. Now, there are rumors suggesting that Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and upper management in NXT are slowly getting pushed out of power in NXT. You feel it. You sense it as a fan. And that really sucks. I feel bad. My heart goes out to Triple H, Road Dog, Shawn Michaels, and all of Triple H's management team. Vince McMahon's coming right in and taking over. Literally taking over. You know, this is the reality with what I'm about to say right now. This is the God's honest truth. Triple H 
NXT, his NXT was a indie promotion under the WWE banner. That is a fact. That is not just an opinion. You guys, that's the truth. NXT was a indie promotion under the WWE banner. Vince McMahon doesn't like that. And so now he's changing it. He wants to go back to the OVW days. Not saying that's not a bad thing for the people that have that mentality like, oh, you're just saying that it's a bad thing because Vince McMahon's taken over. No, that's not what I'm saying. As a fan of NXT, I'm frustrated because what are you going to change? Why are you changing something that's not broken? Now, I will say, the format of NXT, now, I don't want to come off saying it was getting a little old, but some sort of direction needed to come forth after NXT TakeOver 36. You have to go in a new direction. But my God, I didn't think it would be a complete overhaul direction. Getting rid of, you know, a lot of the men and women from NXT and completely changing the brand. New set, new logo, new lighting. You are literally erasing Triple H's version of NXT. You're putting in Vince McMahon's version of NXT. We're going to see what it looks like after TakeOver. We'll see what happens. But I just wanted to get that off my chest real quick. Um, Karrion Cross, I have losing. I have Samojo winning the title. Walter, I actually have him losing. I have Ilyanel Dragunov defeating Walter and becoming the new NXT UK champion. And then we're going to get Samoa Joe versus Walter at the next TakeOver event. And then that is where Walter is going to become the new NXT champion. The next match is Raquel Gonzalez going one-on-one -on -one with her former best friend, Dakota Kai. I'm going to keep it 1,000 which each and every one of you right now. I think Raquel Gonzalez's run has been absolutely terrible. That is not Raquel Gonzalez's fault. That's Triple H's fault. That is upper management in NXT's fault. You did not give Raquel Gonzalez credible opponents to go up against and retain the championship until she eventually got to where we're at right now with Dakota Kai. This is the God's honest truth. This is just my personal opinion. You did not strike with Dakota Kai all those years ago. You didn't do it. We were saying to ourselves, well, you messed up. They didn't do it. And then they had another opportunity. They didn't do it. The iron is hot right now with Dakota Kai. It's flaming right now. With Dakota Kai. Telling you right now. Dakota Kai needs to beat. Raquel Gonzalez. One. Two. Three. Period. I'm not blaming Raquel Gonzalez. I am not saying Raquel Gonzalez's title run. Was absolutely trash. But at the same time. Ladies and gentlemen. The truth is. It wasn't that good. And I blame NXT management for that. 
more than Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez was just obviously doing her job. She doesn't work as an NXT champion. People want Dakota Kai as champion. Dakota Kai has had opportunity after opportunity to have at least one reign with the NXT Women's Championship. And she's never gotten that. If you you either strike right now, or you just you need to put Dakota Kai on the main roster. Period. I think Dakota Kai beats Raquel Gonzalez. I think Dakota Kai becomes a new NXT women's champion. It is the right decision that needs to be just made. It's gotta happen. Those are my thoughts on that. Next up, Adam Cole. Bay Bay. Is this going to be the last time you see Adam Cole in WWE? As he goes one-on-one with Kyle O'Reilly again. It's going to be a two out of three falls match. With the first fall being pinfall or submission. The second fall, a street fight. And if it goes to the third fall, it will take place inside of a steel cage. This match is being advertised as the main event. I have a problem with that. But I get it. And the reason why I have a problem with that is you're diminishing the NXT championship. You are not making the NXT championship top priority with booking this decision with Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly being in the main event in a two out of three falls match. So that's my issue. Other than that, I completely understand why Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly is potentially going to be in the main event this Sunday at NXT TakeOver 36. I don't like it, though. Now, the winner, it's going to be Kyle O'Reilly. After that, we all do not know what Adam Cole is going to do. I'm going to support Adam Cole if he leaves. I'm a big fan of Adam Cole. I think Adam Cole... Is one of the best wrestlers on the planet. I'm also going to support Adam Cole if he stays in the WWE. But I'm going to tell you right now. You guys know me. I'm always honest. If Adam Cole stays in the WWE. But gets booked. Like he isn't a superstar. And gets disrespected. That's his fault for resigning. He can't get frustrated. Because he's the guy that just resigned. For the next four to five years or whatever. How many years in WWE. Period. So that's my opinion on that. The next match. Which I think is the last one. We're getting five matches on TakeOver. I love it. It's LA Knight. He is the million dollar champion. As he goes one on one. With Cameron Grimes. The stipulation is. If Cameron Grimes loses. Ted DiBiase will become Knight's butler. So that's interesting. The feud's been pretty good. Um, I've been enjoying it. Uh, Cameron Grimesby, pretty much, he's LA Knight's bitch. That is exactly what Cameron Grimes is. But Cameron Grimes, I see getting his revenge. And I see him beating LA Knight and becoming the new million dollar champion. Those are my thoughts on NXT TakeOver 36. Let me know what you guys think. Are you guys agree with my takes? Are you guys in agreeing with my predictions? Let me know. 
I'm going to take a little short break. I'll be back. And when I come back, we're going to be talking about WWE SummerSlam, analyzing everything in terms of the card, how I feel about all the matches, etc. So I'll see you on a second. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm back. So, we got SummerSlam. Are you guys excited for SummerSlam? I feel like the card is kind of... I feel like it's disappointed, in my opinion, outside of, you know, two matches that I'm really excited for. Like, I cannot wait for these matches. I think you guys know which matches I'm talking about. One of them is the dream match. I've been waiting for seven years for this. And the other one is just... A match that I can't wait for. The Tribal Chief, the head of the table, versus John Cena. I can't wait. I'm excited. But I want to talk about something because there's some major news. There is some major news regarding Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. I'm not sure what's going on uh, about Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. I really don't. But there are news going around with Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair and that they might not be cleared in time to go uh, in a match at SummerSlam. Sean Ross Sapp um, from Fightful.com is reporting that Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair are currently, I'm not sure if this is true, but it's being rumored that something's going on and they might be unable to compete at SummerSlam. Again, I don't know if that's true. And um, I'm just going off of what's going on in the news. And that is being reported. It's, everyone's talking about it. And uh, I just wanted to give you guys my two cents. But if that match does not take place, I think the match does take place. But let's just say if it doesn't take place, what's going to happen? Are they going to have a number one contenders match? What are they going to do? We'll see what happens, and um, I'll give you my opinion after that. Whatever happens, I'll, I'll give you guys my thoughts on it. But right now, let's talk about SummerSlam. The card looks decent. It doesn't look the best. That's the problem. You know, with SummerSlam and Royal Rumbles and WrestleMania, especially WrestleMania, you need to have the top-tier matches on the card. You have to have the best of the best. And right now, I think WWE kind of mold-balled here. With the build of SummerSlam. And I don't think they're giving us our best. I really don't. I'll tell you this though. The one feud that I have been interested in. Just one feud. Bleeding into SummerSlam. The one feud that I have been most excited for. Is Seth Rollins versus Edge. That is the only feud that I have been like. Oh my god. I really can't wait for this match. Outside of that. You know, Roman Reigns and John Cena is just a match that I want to see, but I'm not like, oh my God, I got to see it. That goes to Edge versus Seth Rollins. But we're going to talk about it. I'm going to give you guys my predictions. And that's just the truth in my opinions on what I think of SummerSlam. So let's jump right into it with the predictions here. Let's talk about the Universal Championship match with the champion Roman Reigns, the Tribal Chief, the head of the table. As he's going to go one-on-one with John Cena. I'm going to keep this really short and sweet. Y'all know how I feel about Roman Reigns. You guys know how I feel about Roman Reigns having a long, lengthy reign with the Universal Championship. Once I debut the uh, podcast on YouTube, 
I'm going to be coming up with the series called a fantasy booking. And I got Roman Reigns in a storyline and I'm going to be talking about that. And um, I can't wait to do it. But speaking of Roman Reigns, I want Roman Reigns to beat John Cena. I have Roman Reigns beating John Cena. It's the right call for him to beat John Cena. Roman Reigns needs to hold that championship for a very long time. All of this year, all of next year, leading into WrestleMania 39 in SoFi Stadium, which I will be trying to go to as it is in Los Angeles. So I can't wait for that. I got Roman Reigns winning. There's no question about it. I see people on Twitter, you know, pretty much saying, oh, what's going to happen if John Cena wins? What's going to be your pretty much response to that? I'm telling you right now, if John Cena beats Roman Reigns, the same vitriol with um, The Fiend and Bray Wyatt that I have with them and Bill Goldberg, it's going to be the same type of level heat. I promise you that. I don't care if it's John Cena. I don't care if it's Undertaker. I don't care who it is. Roman Reigns should not be losing. Simple. So that's my thoughts on that. Roman Reigns is going to beat John Cena one Two, three. So, next up, we're going to be talking about the Raw Women's Championship. Let me keep this short and sweet. I really am. Nikki Ash sucks. Nikki Ash, the character, sucks. I don't give a fuck about this character. And uh, I seen it on Twitter. You guys can say I'm a hater all I want. But WWE Charlotte at the live event. They were trending this past weekend. There were video clips of fans booing Nikki Ash. Maybe her character really isn't as popular as people think. The character sucks. This motivational, I can do anything if I put my mind to type character is great. God bless her. That's awesome. I want everybody to do that in life. You can do anything you put your mind to. That is a fact. You can accomplish anything you put your mind to. That's a fact. I'm all about motivation. Trust me. You're talking about the motivational king right here. But the truth of the matter is, this character does nothing, especially as a world champion. It's just not, it's not clicking for me. I'm not a fan of it. I'm a fan of Nikki Cross. Nikki Ash, the superhero, I couldn't care less about. So she's going to go against Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley again. This feud again. Nikki Ash, Charlotte Flair, Nikki Ash, Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley, Ripley, Nikki Ash. Charlotte Flair, Nikki Ash. It's all over the place, ladies and gentlemen. It's all over the place. I couldn't care. The Raw Women's Division is absolutely awful. Let's not talk about the SmackDown Women's Division, too. They're both awful. Merge the divisions. Please. You're going to get new matchups. Trust me. Know what I'm talking about. My prediction. I think we see a new champion. And I'm actually going to go with Rhea Ripley getting her title back. I think Rhea Ripley is going to get her championship back. But. You know what? I'm going to change that. I'm going to change my mind on that. I'm actually going to go with Nikki Ash to retain the championship because I'm a king and an idea popped up. So I got to talk about it. 
I think they're going to do Nikki Ash versus Alexa Bliss after SummerSlam. I thought they were going to do that bleeding into SummerSlam. And I think they were going to do that, but they probably seen me came up with an idea that, oh, at SummerSlam, we're probably going to see Nikki Cross versus Alexa Bliss. And they probably changed that. They probably did. There were people like myself and others that were predicting Nikki Cross versus Alexa Bliss. It just makes sense for SummerSlam. They seen that and they probably changed plans. So we're going to get Nikki Ash versus Alexa Bliss probably next month. So that's my thoughts on that. Next up is for the WWE Championship. Bobby Lashley, the champion, going one-on-one with Bill Goldberg. Over here on the podcast, we all say, fuck Bill Goldberg. Fuck him. Still can't get over the fact that the thing... I can never get over that. I don't care. I just can't. It bothers me. It bugs me. So, Bobby Lashley, Goldberg. I see a couple things happening here. What's my prediction, really? I think Bobby Lashley is going to beat Bill Goldberg. And then I think Biggie is going to cash in his money in the bank successfully and become the new WWE champion. Or Bill Goldberg is going to beat Bobby Lashley. The fans are going to be so pissed. And then Big E comes out. They're going to be chanting for Big E. Big E's going to come out. And he's going to successfully defeat Bill Goldberg. And become the new WWE champion. At the end of all of this. Big E is walking out. As the WWE champion. If not. That's a damn shame. But I see it happening. So that's my thoughts on that. Next up, this rumored match might not even be taking place, but I'm going to talk about it anyways. SmackDown Women's Championship match. Bianca Belair, the champion, going one-on-one with Sasha Banks. This is insane. I don't know what's going on with those two women, those two queens. I hope we get this match because I'm really looking forward to it. I think Bianca Belair is going to lose here. I'm going to go with Sasha Banks. I think Sasha Banks is going to win. She's going to get her win back, and it's going to be tied 1-1. And then we're going to get another match, which I think should be a stipulation-type match. Maybe a ladder match of sorts. Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. The third match of the series. And we get that. So that's what I think is going to happen. But at the end of the day, I could definitely see Bianca Belair beating Sasha Banks. I'm fans with both women. Big supporters of both women. And... Quite frankly, I don't really care who wins because I'm fans of all of them. But this is a prediction show, so I have to choose somebody. I'm going to choose Sasha Banks. I see her going over over Bianca Belair, getting her win back from WrestleMania. And that's what I see going on there. All right. The favorite match that I'm looking forward to more than anything is Edge versus Seth Rollins. This feud has been absolutely spectacular. You can tell on high priority... What matches WWE really is into. And it's obvious that it's Edge versus Seth Rollins. I can't wait. Edge's work has been spectacular. Seth Rollins is just frustrated. He's pissed. Not only is, you know, Edge eliminating Seth Rollins at the Royal Rumble. But Edge, you know what I mean? Costing Seth Rollins and all this other stuff. Seth Rollins doing the same thing to Edge. Both men going back and forth on promos. This is going to be great. Both men are attacking each other. This is some awesome stuff. I pitched on Twitter that 
we need to go out with a bang on Friday Night SmackDown where we see uh, Seth Rollins going to the home of Edge and attacking his family, quote-unquote. We have to see something like that. I don't want to see a promo back and forth and they start fighting and we get personal with promos. We've seen that already. Now I want to see Seth Rollins go to Edge's home and attack him and also scare off his wife, Beth Phoenix, and their child. We need to see something like that. We've seen that with Randy Orton and Triple H bleeding into, you know, WrestleMania 25. We got to see something like that with Edge and Seth Rollins. My prediction is I think Edge is going to beat Seth Rollins because let's be honest, Edge kind of needs the win. Seth Rollins really doesn't need it. But if the next story is Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns after, then I think Seth Rollins needs to win this. So it's a tick and tack type of match. It can go either way. But my prediction is I think Edge defeats Seth Rollins. Next up, we're going to talk about the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The Usos versus the Mysterios. This is crazy. WWE's a, they're stupid, man. You know, this match should have happened one time, which is at SummerSlam this Sunday or this Saturday. Excuse me. Um, them two, you know, those two tag teams facing off on SmackDown, the excitement's already gone, in my opinion. This is going to be a great match. I can't wait for it, but the excitement, it's not there anymore. It's just not. Um, my prediction is I got the Usos winning. <laughs> Come on, man. I got the Usos winning. Roman Reigns is going to win and retain his title. The Usos are going to win and become new tag team champions. They're going to celebrate in the middle of the ring. Fireworks are going to go off. Whoa, whoa, and there you go. That's what happens. Next up is for the United States Championship, Sheamus, the champion, going one-on-one with Damian Priest. Another match that should not have taken place on fucking Raw, but it did. So my excitement for this match is gone as well. This match is going to be hard-hitting, and I can't wait to watch it. You got two badass superstars. Sheamus is so tough. Damian Priest is tough as well. But my prediction is I'm going to go with Damian Priest to become the new United States champion. Second to last match on the card here. We got the Raw Tag Team Championships, AJ Styles and almost going up against Randy Orton and Matt Riddle, RK Bro. Randy Orton RKOing Matt Riddle was pretty much to teach Matt Riddle a lesson, not to trust Randy Orton, but they're going to coexist, and they are going to leave SummerSlam as the new Raw Tag Team Champions. Give me AJ Styles back into the main event scene, please. Almas can do go. He can pretty much do whatever the fuck he wants. I don't care for him, really. Um, give me AJ in the main event, and then... Randy Orton and Riddle can be the new Raw Tag Team Champions. Maybe bring up somebody from NXT to challenge them. Or we can get the War Raiders. Let's do something with it. Last match that I think is going to happen. Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. You know, we've seen Baron Corbin attacking Finn Balor during that contract signing with he, Roman Reigns, and John Cena. Baron Corbin's frustrated. Baron Corbin's a hobo right now. And I'm actually interested in this character for the first time. And he's just frustrated that he's not given opportunities after opportunities. So he's attacking people. And his first on his list was Finn Balor. They're going to have a decent match, I guess, at SummerSlam. Finn Balor's on the car, so that's good. You know, this is a mid-car feud. It's interesting, to say the least. Especially with this character with Baron Corbin. Uh, my prediction is I think Finn Balor's going to win. And it's going to really kill Baron Corbin even more so. And dump him into 
a even more darker depression. What's going to be that one win for Baron Corbin for him to get off this depression? We don't know. We're going to find out. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. That's the podcast. Those are the predictions for not only SummerSlam, but for NXT TakeOver 36. Let me know what you guys think. Follow and subscribe to Keep It Real 365 on all available podcast platforms. Click the link, linktree.com slash Jordan Turner on all my social media. Easy way to access the podcast on YouTube and all other podcast platforms. I would really appreciate it. Make sure you guys share the podcast everywhere on social media. Get the brand out there a little bit more. And um, I'm going to keep doing my thing, which is being real and reviewing and analyzing all of pro wrestling. I don't just talk about WWE. I talk about a variety of pro wrestling. And uh, that's what I'm going to be consistent on even more so when I debut on YouTube starting this Saturday. So tap in. It's the Creative King. I'm signing off. You guys have a good one. And I will see you guys on Wednesday.